Welcome back, Draft Boys. Hello. Welcome back to the FBL Draft Podcast. As always, we're here joined by Miles, Hito, and myself, Whitey. Lads, how we doing? We doing good. How we do? I really like that intro. Yeah, I liked it. I was pumped for that. That was good. (laughs) I mean... I'll admit, we practiced it. It didn't go that well. Yeah, no, not as good as that. The real deal, we just showed up. When we're on stage, we show up. Yeah, exactly. We're ready for match day. We perform. Yeah, just like Brighton did. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, yes. All right. Or maybe like Liverpool didn't? I don't know. Well, Well, I mean, VR had something to do with it, but, (laughs) you know, we'll get into that. (laughs) God. So we're back again here, boys. Uh, we like to talk about the draft format here. We uh, we hate the fucking budget format. I don't know if people know that. I no, think they draft do. all the way. Man. We haven't said it in a while. Seven years. Sometimes we have Eight to remind in. them. Yeah. You know what? We're here to give you some tips. Pro tips, really. Yeah. How long does it take to become a professional or something? Uh, maybe about eight years. Oh, we're nearly there. So yeah. we're only just new pros. Yeah. So what we're semi pros. <laughs> yeah, we've just made it. Just made oh, it. Oh, fresh out wow. the gate. Well, you're welcome, everyone. <laughs> we put some hard yards in for this. All right, boys. Snack chat. <laughs> Let's do it. Hito, you're on Snack Chat this week. I am. Now, Snack Chat's a game we play. We always we bring a snack, a drink, and uh, a, a delicious morsel for us to uh, rate and berate each week. Hito, what have you got for us this week? So this week, guys, I'm upping our class a little bit on Draft Boys. We can drink with pinkies in the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I drink with my pinky in the air regardless. Doesn't matter what. You'll feel right at home today then. With a nice cheese board. Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. What's on there? We have a nice little selection. Okay. I'm seeing a brie. Cheddar? So you have a creamy brie, cream Mm -hmm. cheese, and edam. Whatever the hell that is. It's Adam. It's Adam, darling. Yeah. Sorry, darlings. I got that wrong. It's all good. It's all right, man. Just like my pronunciation. And obviously biscuits to go with. And then to join us, I've got a nice bottle of Pinot Grigio. Oh, my goodness. It's got some fancy floral design on the label. This is fancy for a Tuesday night. This is (laughs) right up my alley. I feel very spoiled. I'm going to dig straight into some cheese here. Yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. I think I'm just... How do we rate? Do we rate the overall? Do we have to taste all three cheeses? Because we're going to have to work hard here. Yeah, work through all three real quick. Yeah. And then uh, okay. give me like an overall. So, Hedo, can you can you tell us about the wine? Uh, yes, Where's I can. it from? I can tell you it was really hard <laughs> to get open. That's um, what you're struggling with. It's over from there. Australia. It's called Tread Softly, the brand. Ooh, 2020 good bottle. Good name. Uh, where's it from? It's vegan friendly. Thank God. That helps. Thank Sustainably God. grown. Mm. Oh, that breeze good. It is really good. It is creamy. It's light, fluffy, As creamy. described. Delicious. Okay. I can't tell you where it was. We'll have a look made, at this. But I'll you, Warren. Yeah. I don't want to have too much dead air, so I just want to let the viewers know that these Jats equivalents are very, very Moorish. Very Moorish. Mm. I think yeah, they're a bit of a softer. Are they Ritz? Yeah, they're a bit of a softer the knockoff. <laughs> Soft biscuit. Okay, mate. I think they're like Audi or something. Now, I'm going to try the cream cheese here. Not a big fan of cream cheese, so it will yeah, affect me neither. I'm hoping the other two... No, nah, it's, it's definitely going to affect your rating. <laughs> it's a no for me on the cream cheese. Okay. Not as bad as I thought it might be. 
This is really tough. I'm trying to get through it all. Just this so is what I'm going to do. I'm going to rate all three cheeses and individually. Out the score, get an average. Okay. Brie. As far as Brie go, Brie's goes, pretty good. I give it a 7.8. Mm-hmm. It, the Adam, mm, could use more bite for me. 6.7. Someone better be writing this down. Yeah, I got you. I got you. I got you. And the cream cheese, I give a five. Okay. Um, I'm actually just going to give an overall rating of um, 7.5. Good effort. Okay. I love a cheese board. I do love a white wine, so I will try the white wine right now. And um, it looks good, actually. It's quite alcoholic. You can tell by the... Uh, the licks. Yep. It's a nice, light, easy, drinkable It is white. I will say I've had one sip. And then I took another sip, and then I took another sip. And that means it's very light and easy and drinkable. Just mm-hmm. aceto prescribed. That's what you yeah. want, because everything's coming from the cheeses, boys. We don't want to overwhelm our palates. The palate. Well, yeah. you've done well there. Look, <laughs> I'm not a white drinker, so I'm going to keep that filter on. But I did like it. So I'm going to say for me, as far as a white wine goes, that's a 7.5. Now, that's about as high a rating as I give a white. Wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I think for me, my average on the cheeses was roughly 6.9. Um, and we'll give the, the the wine, what did I say? 7.5. 7.5. Yeah. Miles to you and we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, look, the white, just A for effort for mixing it up. And I'll just give you an 8.2. Oh, I'll take yeah. that, lads. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's decent. You're welcome. I'll celebrate with a bit of cheese on biscuit then. Yeah. All right, enough of cheese chat. Let's talk about our first fixture for this week. Aston Villa versus Newcastle. Yeah. Miles, you took in a deep <clears throat> breath there. Yeah. You feel, just, I feel like you want to talk about this. Oh, uh, just when we get to Newcastle, I did a little bit of a doozy. I left Wilson on my bench, so what? we can talk about that. I'm ready to give you some shit, so. Yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> Villa first, and then we'll get into my, uh, my blunder. But it goes into selection of, you know, the team and stuff like that. So we'll talk about that strategy. So, yeah, the first goal was pretty poor defending. Yeah, so we're talking about West Ham versus Villa here. Oh, where, sorry, um, yeah. West Ham beat Villa 2-0. 2-1, two sorry. One. Fresh this morning for us. Mm. Mm, very just fresh. Happened. happened just mere moments ago. Mere moments ago. Yeah. The yeah. highlights were barely up. <laughs> I watched the game live, naturally. Early goal. It was like about a minute and a half into the game or something. Yeah, it was. Ogbonna, I think, got him. Yeah, um, I just... Yeah, they left him so unmarked. They did. He just had free reign to come charging in. Very commanding. Yeah, very. Yeah. It was quite Zoomer-esque. Yeah, did, I was literally about to say that. It had Zoomer vibes, yeah. for sure. Zoom, zoom, zoom. But well, yeah. the, the second goal in this... Oh, was it the second goal? Grealish's goal. Regardless, whenever mm. it was. Oh, yeah. my God. Really good. That yeah. was nice. And that's, that's just nice where work. he's been so clutch. I think he scored a couple of goals like that already this season. He's on fire. He's where we expected him to be, maybe end of last season but like he's really hitting his stride mm. oh, yeah he's he's killing it and even when I think there was another chance where he, he dribbled around like right in like the 90 something minute dribbled around like two guys on the edge of the box coming in from wide yeah got a shot off and you know it's just like he's so skillful right up to the like the end of the game like he's clutch I will say he's very skillful but Hazard would have scored it <laughs> you know he does that. Yeah, Hazard like six years ago maybe? Nah, Not now. come on. He doesn't mate. play enough games these days to oh. <laughs> score a goal. That's yeah. just fucking rude. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what you get though when you want to leave the Prem. Yeah. 
And what did you guys reckon about Watkins' uh, missed pen? Because I thought it was it was a good pen. You know, I know he, he hit the bar and stuff, but I thought, you know, he just tried to do a Vardy and just drill it in the top corner. And sometimes you're going to miss. Did you say it was a good pen? Well, it's not a good pen. It was a, a good attempt. <laughs> it could have been worse. He yeah. could have missed that yeah, goal completely 100%. or scuffed it. As far as missing a pen go, that's as much as you want to miss the pen. But yeah. still, you go he to the top would corner not and be happy. Yeah. He would not be happy. And... Yeah, and neither would the owners of Watkins. I don't know. I feel like we're seeing a fair few missed pens this season. There has been. Of, well, maybe it's just because there's so much, so many of them. Yeah. We're not used to seeing this many pens, so that you're likely to see more missed pens. Now, some teams like to do that more than others. Well, not mentioning names for them. And that's another yeah. thing about Grealish is I think Grealish owners would be really happy with Watkins missing that pen because I feel like they might just go back to Grealish. Potentially. Mm. I think it's, it's yeah, definitely got that shout. Um but it just depends how nailed on he is to... It's not like he completely scuffed it um, and blew his chance. So we'll see. We'll see moving forward if he stays on, on pens. Just before we move on to Newcastle, one quick question about where you guys rate um, Grealish in terms of you know his rank, I guess I'd say. Now, we don't necessarily always talk about his draft rank because we think that system is a little flawed. Mm. But... Just looking at players with similar scores, total scores at the moment. Yeah. Who do you value about the same as him right now? Ugh, Grealish is really up in my top five mids. Well, wow. He's, he's six on the overall total. In points? Know, tally, yeah, in points. Yeah, and, um, he's, and he's fourth in overall mids. Who's around him? Uh, in mids, I've got, you know, the, the only people that are above him is Salah, Fernandez, and Son. Fuck. And he's got DCL and Wilson either side of him. Who's who's just below him in terms of in terms of midfielders? Uh Ward Prowse and uh Zaha. On what, like fifteen less points? Yeah. Wow. On a lot. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, I guess normally you'd value Zaha pretty highly and he's had a pretty good start to the season bar coronavirus. Mm. Um, but I'd say Grealish at the moment is higher than Zaha for sure. Oh, yeah. He's skyrocketing. He's blasted past him in these last two weeks. Yeah. And even being in a team that has probably more goals in them than Palace, mm. I think Grealish just gets yeah. the edge over Zaha. Because last season, Grealish was the Zaha, like yeah. the only person that would probably do something. Mm. Whereas now he's got more options for assists. That's more it. More options to, yeah. yeah. And Watkins has, you know, obviously come in and changed that a lot. Um, but then, you know, Barkley's come in. I know he's not in at the moment, but, um, and McGinn. So, yeah, I think Mc- Grealish is probably someone that I would be really trying to trade for at the moment. Or would you trade him now for someone new? As high. Yeah, that's not performing maybe as well. Say a Sterling or a Walcott. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> oh. Whoa. <laughs> You're going to propose a trade to me this week? Then, sorry. Mate? Yeah, <laughs> shit. I was thinking about Rashford. Oh, I've just yeah. got a bit of cheesy, you know. Yeah. Cheese brain. <laughs> cheese brain. <laughs> yeah, we've seen that before. Swiss cheese. Swiss. All right. Now, let's talk about Newcastle. Newcastle played Crystal Palace uh, this week. Yeah. Now, they won 2-0. Newcastle, they're the team that... I think these two teams are perfect and sit under this kind of description of both being, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't, do They'll you? win one week, they'll lose the next week, they'll win the next... Yeah, that really hard shouldn't. To pick. It's so hard to pick with these two teams, and the fact that Newcastle came away with a clean sheet, I guess it's not surprising. Um, They've been without Wilson for a couple of weeks, and I think that was noticed. And now 
Crystal Palace is without Zaha. It's talking mm. about teams relying on certain players, Newcastle, I feel, is definitely one of them. Yeah, um, they really do rely on Wilson. And yeah, we're talking buddy like eighty-seven minutes or something this week to <laughs> realize yeah. he was there. But still, he's getting the goals, and that's the thing that hurt me. So this game actually was played on Saturday morning our time, and I woke up in the morning, had a quick look at fantasy, saw it was on still, and I tuned on, and it was nil all, and I just thought. This is going to really hurt. Mm. I'm going to see my boy score. Yeah. And not only did he score, he assisted, gets the three bonus, and I'm like, fuck, my, week, <laughs> my, my weekend is ruined. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you shouldn't have benched Wilson. Yeah. But like getting back to that, just a bit of strategy behind my decision. Um, so he's just come back from injury. I didn't know if he would start. So he could come on for the last 20 minutes, half an hour, and I, I'm just wasting a player on that. And because I picked up Van Arnholt the week before and I kind of backed Crystal Palace at home to, to keep a clean sheet against Newcastle, I just went with team selection and that's why I, I put him on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. And I did put him as first reserve just in case um, and obviously all of my players played and his 13 points <laughs> is sitting on my bench. <laughs> just Where they belong, oh. motherfucker. Brutal. Yeah. Sorry, mate. It was only 12 points. So, oh, is it 12? It's a, not as bad. Well, it's just brutal <laughs> because if I have those 12 points, I think I'm in first in our league. But don't worry. But that's another strategy as well of sometimes you play the fixtures, sometimes you have to just play the quality of the player. Yep. Like no matter it. who they're versing, they're probably. I'd score. agree with that. Now, uh, one last thing I'll mention about Newcastle before we talk about top point scorers. Uh, Darlow just putting in the work Ooh. still. Yeah, I, I'd say a bit of a man of the match performance there. Hundred percent. Has anyone got the stats on how many saves he got in that game? Yeah, I'll just grab them for you now. Thank you. But yeah, he was just on fire. Yeah, he was. He's and we've said that throughout the season. He's pulling them in and out, and it's reflected in his points this week for sure. He has got oh, the look, most action. It was only it was only three saves this week, but still, there were like three. Really good saves too. Yeah, wasn't just like he locked away in. a bonus point there. So he's he's actually looking like quite a good keeper, even though they're not getting a lot of clean sheets. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. And final thing, you just want to have a little lulls at Jolinton, who needed a deflection to help him finally score a goal. Yeah, <laughs> it's every shot pretty much going at the keeper or nowhere near. Shout out to Jolinton. <laughs> Love a haircut on this podcast. Oh yeah. Filthy. <laughs> All right, top point scorers. Um, basically, for Aston Villa, it was really Grealish that got the points there. He got uh, 10 points, three bonus points, no surprise. Uh, Wilson, as we know, got quite a few points, 12 and three bonus points, all on Miles's bench. Uh, Joel Linton with 11 and two bonus points, which seems generous. Um, and Darlow with eight and one bonus point. Um, Darlow, I just looked up as the third highest goalkeeper at the moment. So it kind of shows that if a keeper is actually any good and they're playing for a shit team, like just the amount of saves they make can actually get them into the top. Yeah, then the occasional clean sheet. um, Yeah. Yeah, really changes it for sure. I think he also might have saved a penalty earlier in the season. I'll have to get my stats people on that later, but my stats will get up behind. Hito, yeah, Hito people. furiously starts typing. <laughs> Why is Hito not typing? <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, now for me in this fixture, I think Villa's going to take it. I think really ones to watch are Grealish, but we all know that. Uh, Watkins could be in the action again. Anyone else to stand out for you outside of the norm? Hurahan? Yeah, yeah, I thought he had a few um, decent free kick chances for Villa. 
Um, just keep like one eye on him just to see how many one more chances eye. he gets. And use the other eye on Trezor Gay, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I also like Target. I think Target could actually get some some points this game. Yeah. Are you yeah. looking for anyone from Newcastle? I mean, I'm going to play Wilson, aren't I? I thought so. Yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. Uh, prediction. Hito, you start us off. I've chosen okay. you. Oh, we've locked eyes and I'm I'm in the zone. You are the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go Aston Villa 2, Newcastle 2. Oh, what? that's goals. What the hell? Yeah, I think they've... Uh, yeah, they both looked a bit, you know, well, Villa looked a little bit shaky, but they got goals in them. Newcastle with Wilson back. Back them. You don't sound very excited about it, though. Oh, I'm excited for Villa side, you know, Grealish and Watkins, potential points and goals there. But I don't know. Don't expect clean sheets out of Newcastle. So I'm a little bit thrown off this week, I think. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Me neither. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next game, uh, Burnley play Everton. Um, now, I think we all know what happened to Burnley this week. Are they still our favourite team? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> hang on, hang on. Ben Mee relies on Pope. Yep. Let's be honest. And when the two aren't together, this kind of shit's going to happen. It's the holy trifecta of Tukowski, me and Pope. Exactly. <laughs> the Trinity. You or me or the guy, Ben Mee or ben you? Me. Ben Mee, not me. Because it I'm could be you. Because you used to play for fucking Burnley. Yeah, well, I'm well, yeah, one of their subs. Tom Heaton. <laughs> you, are you still one of their subs? Yeah. Because so it could have been I'm me. I'm just having a little sabbatical at the moment, so... Fuck, it's needs. a bit of a who's on first situation <laughs> yeah. here. Okay, so Burnley got fucking ripped. We all know that. Yeah, they got... Um, City are going to do that to a team. I think they've done it twice in a row before this. Five nil wins. Now, I need stats. Someone fucking look that up. It's not going to be me. I'm not the stats guy. <laughs> I like to say outlandish shit. That make, isn't backed up and hope that someone else backs it up quickly. <laughs> My little uh, keypad monkey over here, Miles, is working all hard. Um, but, yeah, I think they've been beaten 5-0 a couple times by City. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I, yeah, they definitely miss Pope. I think we just cursed them last week, lads. Uh, I think I think all our love for them just... I feel bad. <laughs> Look, it wasn't love for Burnley. It was just Ben May. Well, Ben me, but then, you know, obviously channels into Burnley. We were supporting them a little bit. Uh, so I think we've just cursed them, unfortunately, but fuck. Maybe we should go for another team. Maybe I should curse Chelsea this week. Take it easy. <laughs> Take it easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now, Burnley are playing Everton. Um, Everton Everton uh, lost 1-0 to Leeds, which for me was a surprising result. Uh, I'm not sure what game, we predicted though. last week. What do, do you guys know what we predicted for that game? That's uh, I don't think that was it. No, <laughs> it definitely wasn't. I think our prediction was like 2-3 to like either way. It actually was. It was 3-2 to Everton. Yeah. And that was me. We thought that yeah, I could yeah. not be more wrong. Well, even based off the game itself, you wouldn't have been surprised if it went that way because the amount of chances going each way. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think... You know, have to shout out to my boy T Rex Pickford to. What the fuck does T Rex Pickford mean? He's got got little arms. Oh, (laughs) I saw like Trex in in the notes. I'm like, Trex. What does Trex mean? Yeah. Now I know it means T Rex. -Rex. There should have been a dash there, probably somewhere. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, T Rex. Yeah, I get that. He kept him in the game with some good saves, actually. Yeah, I saw one terrific one with his foot. Yeah, seriously, he did play well. Um, they didn't really create much. I think maybe missing Diggy. Um, I think so, yeah. You, we see how much he contributes going forward, for sure. Yeah. Um, and he's out for a while. He's out till 
like Jan, I, mid to I late Jan. Too, Jan 30, yeah, it looks yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a huge blow for Everton. Mm. Um, and they just haven't really picked up. They've just kind of had this decline, Everton. Mm. You know, ever since they got a bit too cocky about being in the top <laughs> top four, <laughs> just dropped a few points here and there. 30-second men, eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, I don't know where Pope's at, so the Burnley defence... If, if Pope's back and creates that holy trinity again, maybe they're going to struggle to break them down considering they haven't had many goals in them uh, of late. Um, are you feeling anyone for this game? Are you feeling the Burnley defense or are you looking at Everton attack? What do you guys think? I think Everton are going to actually make a bit of a move and um, they could pump them 3-0. 3-0, okay. Yeah. I would back Everton defense just because... Burnley have been so poor going forward, mm. um, even if Everton struggled a bit against Leeds. Um, and they've got the quality to get goals more likely than Burnley. But, it, yeah, it depends. If, if Pope's back, it will definitely hinders that chance. But mm. I'd be backing more likely than not a clean sheet um, for sure. Well, Miles, um, I feel like you want to predict it. You've already, almost already predicted this result. Why don't you predict this one? I'll just go with what I said. 3-0? Yeah. I'm kind of Milestradamus. When the thought comes up, it just it happens, <laughs> as, as we saw last week. Unfortunately. Which, which we'll get to that <laughs> prediction. I, look, you heard the silence. You can tell we're all mad. Yeah. Um, what, you're mad that Liverpool drew? No, but I'm mad that you were right about it. <laughs> <laughs> I can be mad about that. <laughs> because I'd rather they lose. Um, okay, so we'll move on now. Milestradamus has predicted a 3-0 result there to Everton. Uh, now, Manchester City versus Fulham. Yeah. Five goals they scored against Burnley. And Fulham, look, actually what? quite good. <laughs> before, this I was fixture, say bad. before this result, I would have just said, let's times two for Man City. 10-0. Mm. <laughs> but I don't. I, I think they'll still pump them. But yeah, Fulham I, showing I, a little I bit agree. of fight this week. So They did. Um, but let's, let's start with City. Yeah, let's do that. Um, Mares, Miles, hat, hat trick hero. Where so the fuck his, did that come from? I know. I know. His first hat trick in uh, five years since he was um, playing Swansea at uh, when he was playing fuck, for Leicester. Really? Yeah. Wow. And um, it was a good hat trick, and it capped it off with a with a, with a fine header, which he doesn't usually score many headed goals. No, definitely not. And he hasn't done anything since game week two. Yeah. Oh, sorry, game week three. Nothing. He's done nothing since, and then out of nowhere, hat trick. Yeah. Um, and an interesting point I want to bring up is uh, Mendy is back and he did look good. So I'm not sure what happens with the whole Cancelo and Mendy. Yeah. You know, it makes it a bit tricky for sure. Mm. I, got fucked, for I got players. fucked this week. So I had Laporte and Cancelo and neither played. Oh, beautiful. So I love it. Whereas I thought guaranteed clean sheet here. Yeah. Um, at least from one of them. Well, yeah. And he dropped them and, and Pep had interesting words after saying that. It seems it was alluding more to it being just form, not him classic city rotation. Okay. Being a bit more like you're not performing, so I'm dropping you. That's um well, they haven't really been that great. Yeah. So that's interesting because you've normally been like, Oh, they're a bit flippant, they'll come in and come in come mm. out. But if he's now taking that line, I'm like, Oh, I'm a bit worried now about the likes of Cancelo, but we know Mendy, he'll probably get injured <laughs> probably. this week or He's something. a little bit made of glass yeah. or like a very soft plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like ceramic or something, a little bit solid. And no Sterling again this week. Yeah. This is really interesting to me. And um, I'm really wondering if 
any Sterling owners out there, especially in draft, like what are they going to do? I know. I think it's it's. I've even thought about it myself, thinking, how do I approach it if I wanted to trade him? You know, at low, mm. can I get him for? But then I'm like, do I want to? Yeah. Um, like he's been classically really solid as a fantasy player, mm. Sterling. Yeah, so I don't know. He is royalty, you know, in, yeah. in a way. You'd bank him to be, yeah, up there, but he's really had a slow start for sure. And I know Disappointing. He's, I know <laughs> yeah, he's not like a Bernardo Silva, for example, but let's just talk about the comparison. You know, Bernardo Silva, he came out, he had that cracking year yeah, and everyone backed him just to like carry on and he barely got played the year after. And this is just a classic pet manoeuvre where, you know, he just focuses so much on like certain players for a season, attacking players. Mm. So it could be the year where he's just building Sterling behind the scenes and he's not really going to worry too much. Maybe in Europe oh, he's playing Especially him. with Torres coming in and yeah. actually putting away chances and looking a bit threatening. So yeah, it definitely gives him variety and why not play Fran Torres when he's on a high? If I was Sterling owner, and this isn't anything, you know, at a Sterling owner in the room right now, Whitey, but I would really be considering making a trade for him because he's Sterling, he's still got the name and there's a lot of people like even our, our league that might want to jump on him. There's City fans. Um, you know, what is your thoughts with that? Well, you'd have to sell low. Like, you know, I don't think I'd get Grealish or someone and I'd even be hesitant to go for Grealish because how long can Villa keep that up? So if... if if, a, if the Grealish owner came to you and said, I'll trade you Grealish for Sterling, you wouldn't take it? I'm not sure because I'd be hesitant to... I could, do you believe that Aston Villa are going to keep up this run? You don't think that the league will settle a little bit? Look, in my opinion, it's about getting the best player in every team. Besides, obviously, a couple like West Brom and Fulham and stuff. I'm not really worried about them. But if I've got the best player in each team, I'm happy. I'd agree with that for sure. For sure. Like we're talking about a very good player in Sterling. But Someone who came yeah. second mm. in the points the last two years in a row. But I think so, with, um, even with like Realish, for example, even if they dip a bit, he's, the player he is, he's still going to get you gonna a, score. a goal on his own. So, Okay, well, yeah, you guys made some good points. Yeah, I consider it. Look, to be honest, I've got Grealish. I wouldn't offer him to you. For no Sterling. way. You'd be crazy. Yeah, and I wouldn't expect it. And I'm yeah. actually kind of happy you wouldn't because then I don't have to make the decision. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll make you a trade right now that you can think about, all right, till the end of the podcast, I'll trade you Rashford for Sterling and just let me know by eight o'clock. I'll let you know right now. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. I thought that was an interesting trade. Yeah. We should do this more often. We should do like a live trade offers. All right. All right. We're go- God. Come I on. I like it. I like it. I like it. We're going to move on here. Now, for the rest of these... Um, the goals here, yeah. Obviously, uh, Torres banged one in. Um, Mendy got a goal, which was quite a nice volleyed finish. Mm. Um, it was uh, quite a nice pass from uh, Foden to complete that hack, hat trick, but yeah. he's not getting the starts that I was hoping he'd get this season. No, but at least still, when you question him, look what he did here this week. Came on, got an assist. It's not huge points, but yeah, if he's... It's Down something. there in your mids, it's better than someone who just 
plays two points every week or... I agree with that. Um, yeah, I do agree with that too. Yeah. Look, it's better than the rest of your team because there's just a lot of ones and then a double-digit haul from Fernandez, and then an assist from Foden every week. Oh, you're talking about my team. Your team, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it great? Gotta love Fernandez. Lots of ones. Yeah, Lots this week was ones. horrible. All right, let's talk about Fulham quickly. They played quite well. Best um, game of their season so far, I think. 100%. Definitely. Uh, they caught out Leicester twice on the counter for the, both the goals, which is not is exactly what you'd expect. Well, yeah. Leicester have been a bit short in defense for a few weeks now, mm. and we thought it would cripple them, but they've done all right. But the last few weeks, it's really started to show, um, you know, getting humped by Liverpool 3-0 now to Fulham, which you would not have expected. No, a massive um, upset there. Yeah, I'd two, agree with that. Two positives is that Castagna or Castagna is uh, <laughs> nearly back. He's 75% and then Pereira is back potentially in two weeks' time. Yeah. Um, so And they create a lot of attacking threat too. Um, so they're lacking. They, yeah, they, yeah. I, I agree. So... Yeah, Fulham I expect Leicester to look different in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. Maybe this won't keep going with those two guys coming back. Um, but it was a nice one-on-one from um, from Lookman. Uh, he finished quite well. And, and I yeah. think that's what we've been hoping that he'd do because he looks good. He does look good. But anyway. Is it just on the back of his shirt or is it actually <laughs> yeah, exactly. with his football skills? I know. Well, it was Hard a nice finish and... Um, Oh, yeah, so that was definitely a penalty for Reed as well for me. What did you guys think? Agree. Yeah. Agree. Agree. 100%. Um, and he finally scored one. They've, or they finally scored one. Yeah, they've um, missed so many, haven't they? Yeah. Did you see Scotty P's celebration? Oh, he Scotty Parker it. was frothing. I know. He's like, yes, bang him in. <laughs> I think it was like double celebration of like we've gone two nil up. And we've also finally scored a fucking pen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was the pen more than that. <laughs> yeah, probably. It was just like, oh, my God, who am I going to put on pens next week after this guy misses? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so let me run through the top point scorers here. Mares, uh, he got 21 points, three bonus points. Huge haul there. Mendy with 14, two bonus points. Clean sheet and a goal. Always huge for a defender. Uh, KDB got 10. Ew. Yeah, happy with that, Milo. Roll. Walker got nine. Yeah. <laughs> Take that back, bitch. Uh, Torres with eight and the defender's clean sheet. You know what You know what that means. That's my... Because I didn't get clean sheet yeah. points. So I'm like, okay. celebrate some. Good, yeah. good farts down there, Heat. Anti. Unlucky. Anti points. Now for uh, Fulham, we had uh, Cavalero. Uh, he got 10 points, three bonus points. He was the one that put away the pen. Yep. Uh, Lookman with nine points, two bonus points. Looking good. And uh, Angisa, seven. I don't know if I said that right. Sounded right. Seven, seven points, two bonus points. We'll take it. It's better than we'll what I would have come Now, up. that was a bit dry. There was a lot of... Two bonus points, one point. What's what happens, man, when you win? Now, I think we, we, we for a change, have an informed player to talk about for Fulham or potentially uh, one to watch, uh, Lookman. Yeah. And I, I want to see what he does against City. I mean, I can't pick him up against such a strong team like City. But after this game, I think he's got some okay <laughs> fixtures. I'm waiting for you to talk about the fixtures because I can see Liverpool looming afterwards. Liverpool are like trash. They can't even beat Brighton. Yeah, you're right. So No comment. That just then, gave me a semi. <laughs> and then they have Brighton. Um, but after that, it looks okay for them. 
Yeah. Okay, well... Doesn't it? Yeah. I think it's my Newcastle. turn to predict. Yeah. Um, now... Jump in, lad. I don't think they're going to do five. I think four. Yeah. And I think... I think Fulham will get a goal. Oh, wow. Okay. Manchester City, four. Fulham, one. Okay. Interesting. I know. Look, it's always just like dead air after his city, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, because you guys are taking huge breaths going, <gasps> he's a genius. <laughs> he's a fucking genius. We knew it. City do like to flip their results. So for all we know, it would be just like 1-0. Yeah. Oh, KDB penalty. <laughs> Sterling hat trick. Uh, West, West Ham versus Man United. Uh, now, West Ham, that we, we, they beat Aston Villa. Um it was a good performance from them. It Two teams that are looking in similar form for me. I think they got a little bit lucky, but they still won the game. Uh, Antonio back. Antonio's back. I like that. Mm. I like it. Yeah, you've held him? Yeah, I held on to him. I nearly dropped him yeah. uh, two weeks ago because it said unknown return date. Mm. And then next week it was like 75%. I was like... Oh. What? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that. Out of nowhere. Yeah. Scary Shows you how much you can trust the fucking unknown return date thing. Just do some Googling and that'll help you. <laughs> Which is what I did and that's why I still have him. Just uh, go to the sun or the mirror. You can get Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. I think the hard thing with West Ham, we'll Daily see if that changes with Antonio but because they got their two goals, but there wasn't a lot going on outside of them. No, and they were like both in the first couple of minutes of each it half. It was definitely and- more um, Villa. So that game, so it'll be interesting to see if they can ramp it up again like they were playing pre-Antonio getting injured. Um, but I, I don't know, it's a hard one against Man U. I read an article that um, Moisey has been working a lot on the pace of their passing and their counterattacks. Okay. So you can really see it because I feel like last year, even the year before when he kind of came in towards the end, he literally just set up to defend, defend, defend and, you know, bink a yeah, point or very, maybe get a counter. But yeah. they didn't really have that counter strategy and I think that they've really come a long way and um, they've got that going. I'd agree with that. Like five at the back helps with that too. Mm. It gives you those wing backs and they've got some decent ones there. Um, Balbuena. And... Balbuena, yeah. Uh, so, no, it's Kufal. Oh, and, Kufal, um, sorry. Masuaku. Balbuena's on the, he plays like um, the centre back. Yeah. One of the centre backs. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, they've definitely helped for sure. Masuaku. I got those two confused. Yeah. And very similar names, obviously, Masuaku <laughs> and Balbuena. Yeah. Just to bring it back to like a fantasy and even fantasy draft, you know, um, strategy, I think West Ham, it's it's really tricky to predict where the points are gonna come from. Because they are kind of coming from everywhere. Like Fanals is in the mix one minute and then Bowen's in the mix. And then, you know, when Antonio's there. Just like, as we shit talked Bowen last I know, week. we oh, were. So we said he's finally dropped off our watch list. And I fucking <laughs> picked up Fornals and, and I, you. I picked him as my peasant. Yeah. And look, fucking Bowen's goals. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think there's goals. There's probably going to be goals from the most weeks besides when they play, say, a big four or whatever. But... Maybe just pick one and just leave them as your fourth or fifth mid and just don't rotate them. Just leave them in there. Yeah, I'd agree. I mean, yeah, 100%. But looking at Man United, they're conceding goals. They just conceded two goals to Southampton there. 
Mm. Um, another pacey team probably did them on a counter-attack at least once. I can't remember exactly how the goals were scored. Um, I don't have the notes in front of me right now. But West Ham could very easily sit a little deep and counter the shit out of United and, and or cause some trouble. Yeah, for sure. But but where are those points going to come from? To predict them, I think you'd literally have to be Nostradamus, which I kind of are. How <laughs> <laughs> are you so feeling about so okay, Nostradamus? Antonio, how do you feel about him getting the points? Cause if he, he starts, I feel like he's in there, like a higher percentage than Bowen and Fornals and yeah, me you know, too. whoever else. That's is exactly in there. how I feel. I feel like he gives that team so much it gives everyone else space and oh, you've noticed him being yeah. gone so it will be interesting Huge to see him difference. back and fully fit playing a full 90 mm. um, we'll see where he gets to because he's still got a little 75 percent on him uh now man united won three two against southampton um come back yeah big comeback and all provided by well not all but pretty much all provided by cavani yeah i wonder how many teams he's in beast mode because I was sitting there going, mm, like, you've had to hang on to him for a little while if you picked him up. Yeah. Um, have you kept him as your third striker, um, hoping that this might happen? But, like, he's coming off the bench still and doing this. But what do you guys think? Well, I I don't think he'll be coming off the bench for long, especially with Rashford and Martial not really living up to their price tags. Mm. So, yeah. And Unless he gets a cheeky little ban for his social posts. What happened? He uh, he used the same phrase that Suarez used years ago. Oh. Um, so, potential. Wow. Is he a biter as well? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> He's had the best teacher, so we don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, potentially could get a ban, but that's stuff that's really speculative and hard to tell at this stage. But based off just the football, game changer. Mm. So much class. Yeah what man you've they need and what they thought they would have got previously with the likes of Falcao mm. and some of their Ibrahimovic yeah I mean they did get that from Ibrahimovic a little bit a yeah. Little bit, yeah but I think Cavani's got more well, they need it and they need the Whoa, Ibra now more than they, need Ibra. The, they need the Ibra of now not the Ibra of like yeah, two years ago no. when they had him yeah mm. I um, agree with that but Cavani you just saw that with his instincts for the pass into Bruno, yeah, as well as those two headers. Like I don't know how the fuck he scored that first header. I know, like deflected shot. Mm. I know, I just luck. React- he, he just reacted quickly. It was insane. I think he just saw it there and got it, and then experience. And then the the last one was such a finesse touch off his head. You're just like fuck me. I thought he dove for it, and then he just kept running. I was like, yeah. oh, he didn't actually. It was like he scooped it. Yeah, he? <laughs> he was just watching those locks. Just, just it was coming at him quick. Yeah, little chip shot. That was insane. So I guess then uh, I'll ask a similar question to before. What would who would you compare him to in terms of strikers right now? Because he is, that is a tough one because he's mm. still coming off the bench. Yeah, it is a very tough one. Um, and when I'm kind of looking at it, you know, how are we feeling about it's? Oh, it is a tough one, but I think he's way better than Lacazette. I think he's crushing. Firmino, for example. Um, yep. And, yeah, I would probably rate him, if he does keep a bit of form, somewhere like a Bamford. If he a plays. Bamford? If, if he, he plays. plays yeah. Starts, you mean? If he starts, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd agree with that for sure. But like he's even pro- got that factor of, like, even he just continues to come off the bench at 60 minutes. Yeah. I would be confident that he'd get a goal. 
Yeah, um, right. He's almost got that level of someone you'd bank off the bench. So um, from a really high scoring team. So yeah, I'd rate him quite good. Obviously, it's only one game. So people would be jumping on him. If you've got someone who's done nothing for ages, I, I wouldn't be questioning it. Because um, you got to do something. Yeah. Um, now, Fernandez has got double-digit points again. What what a surprise. He's like clockwork, isn't he? Mate, he's and he scored from open play. Look at that. Crazy. I mean, he has to like, do happy. one every now and again just to yeah, keep just to mix the things haters up. away. Yeah, keep ri- get rid of those fucking keep haters. The trolls off. I saw something that was his stats for like all his away games played in fantasy. And he's just basically not got less than six points away from home. Love it. It's insane. Um, I'm a stats man, as you guys know. He's honestly creeping <laughs> up there to be like a top oh. first round pick, 100%. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's now becoming ridiculous that it's... It's super consistent in a team that's not getting that many points. Yeah, and he's not like a Salah or or Mane who's a winger but still a mid. It's number 10. It's definitely impressive. He's got great finishing. He's on pens and there's so many pens this season. And who gets more pens than anyone? Manchester United. Yeah. Okay, so Hito – oh, no, wait. Yeah, it's me. Oh, it is you. Yeah, yeah. Hito predict this result. Oh, we didn't run through the top point scorers. I'll quickly yeah, say quickly. Bowen got 13 points, three bonus points. Huge. If you picked that one, it wouldn't have been from our advice last week. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Sorry, everyone. Uh, Ogbonna, nine points, uh, one bonus point. I'd still be impressed there if you got if you had him. Uh, Cavani or Cavani, as uh, someone's written here. <laughs> Cavani. <laughs> 15 fucking points. Three bonus points off Huge. the bench. Huge. Fernandez with a very consistent 10 points. Double digit haul again. Huge. Uh, now, prediction for this. West Ham versus Man United. I'm seeing a similar, similar result to Southampton for me. Man, it's hard because, man, you do have that in them where they'll play well and then they'll flip and just be really shit. So... It's a hard one. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm I'm backing up my predictions, but West Ham two, Man United two. Okay, I like that. I honestly, yeah, yeah I think that I, they, I do. West Ham's capable of scoring the goals, so is United, and they're both capable of conceding them. So yeah, it's it's a hard one to pick. Boys. I'd say that West Ham's probably more solid than United, but in terms of defense. Now Chelsea versus Leeds is our next one. Um, a rare thing that we don't have much to talk about in terms of Chelsea scoring any goals. Yeah. I mean, as a Chelsea fan, I'm I'm a little disappointed because I think we were the better team. Especially in the second half. Yeah, I just thought we dominated uh, mm. like a lot of the chances. Yeah. Um, they obviously came out wanting to be very defensive and, and solid, and which they did a good job of. Yeah. I thought they made it super hard for us and we made it pretty hard for them. Yeah, so, you, were very, you were a bit restricted. Yeah, it was a good it was a good game, I think, for defense. Mm. Um, now that fucking finish from Werner curling it in there just offside. Oh my god, I love that finish. Yeah, I you did jump it. out of bed when that happened, and then I had to sit down. Yeah, with my you love to see that just come legs. rocketing off the post, inside post, don't you? It's yeah. such a good. I was watching the game with my dad and my bro, and we were just like, "Yes!" All three of us up, and then the flag, and we're like. No. Yeah. And it was hard to see from the way, from open play when they played it, like just it watching the fine, game. He yeah. looked fine. But yeah. it was obviously offside once you see it. But, you know, sometimes you just can't see. Yeah. Mm. 
Anyway, that was disappointing. Um, and Mound had some good chances too from range. Yeah. Yeah. Being a little, little bit more involved this week. A couple of... I, I guess you have to long range shots when you've got someone sitting really defensive. It kind of forces that play for sure. But they were quite good attempts, especially the second one that forced a ridiculous save. Yeah, from Lloris. Um, I, I, we were just sitting there going, fuck off, Lloris. That's ridiculous, that ooh. save. But Mount's one of those players that does step up in big games. Um, in terms of a fantasy prospect... He doesn't sit too high for me. I love him as a player. He works his ass off and he has some shots. I think he's, you know, a bit too deep this season, maybe to return the same kind of points that he did last year, but he's only going to make the players around him better. Um, And, yeah, for me it was unlucky for Chelsea not really to get a goal in that game Mm. because they definitely created more chances. I actually disagree. Like, I think Mount is an amazing pickup because I think he's really consistent. I think Frank is building him into himself. And I I honestly think that, like, I I would want to trade for Mount. And I've been trying to come up with something. I know Hedo is actually the Mount owner. And are we going to get our second transfer offer on the pod for the first time ever? Yeah, but it's, it's just tough. <laughs> you know, it, it's just tough. Uh, I, I've been looking at so many different things and. I want to get him because um, I wanted to draft him and he got kind of taken out of my arms. But, yeah, look, maybe next year if I don't get him this year. But I, I would be looking at Mount to continue to to push and get in the fantasy points. Okay. I get that. Mm. Uh, now, I, I think we should move on because there's not much fantasy points there uh, to Leeds. Um, they played Everton and won to our surprise. We thought they'd get a goal, but we didn't think they'd win it. Um, Hito, what'd you think? It was a spicy game. It was just all leads. It was crazy. It was mm. the leads that we've come to know earlier in the season. They've dipped away a little bit the last few weeks. It was just chance after chance. It was crazy. I think we always said that it was bound to happen, that they'd be up and down and all over the place. But And it's, that's kind of what it yeah. is. You know? I'm surprised it ended up only being one. Yeah, it should have been about four or five nil. It was well, cr- um, yeah, really As we impressive. Said before the little T Rex got in there with his short oh, arms no. and seemed to stop him. Yeah, kept him. Tahito's amazement. <laughs> oh, he was probably sitting there going, "Fuck!" Oh, I wanted to be mad. What the hell? I wanted to be mad, but I had to respect the game. So, uh, so yeah, it was. Uh, who got the goal? Oh, Rafinha. He uh, rocketed that one in. That was a nice finish. Yeah, yeah, just Pickford's arms aren't long enough for that one. No, unfortunately. It was mainly that. You know, it, it was that range. classic thing that like he went for a save and like as a T-Rex, they can't get up because mm. they got those short little <laughs> arms. So he was still down trying to get up. I don't think <laughs> that's what happened. I, that's all fiction <laughs> to anyone listening. That's all fiction. But I hope it created a nice little image in your mind. Oh, it did. Mm. Yeah. Now, if we're talking about Chelsea versus Leeds, um, I, I really back Chelsea here. I think after a nil, all result they're going to come out firing I think they're going to actually come out of the Chelsea Tottenham game with more confidence for sure because Tottenham's defense which we'll talk about later is very very good but I think this is the perfect team for Chelsea just to like to continue on because Leeds aren't going to just sit there like Tottenham Mm. they're going to play yeah I agree that's just great for Chelsea yeah because we score goals Mm. but we do can see goals but not lately thank fuck yeah that's um, right. That's what I'm curious to see from an outsider of of how can they get at you um, defense wise because they looked insane. Like so many chances, um, players looking really sharp. Like Harrison, a shout out there. Mm. 
He's the Harrison we saw early on. Yeah, quite um, a few chances. Has to be a bit clinical. But still, I like the look of him. Okay, so I'll run through the top point scorers before we get too deep in this one. Uh, now, Chilwell got eight points, Chili, uh, and he got two bonus, and the rest of the defenders got a clean sheet, standard there. Um, Meslier with 11 points, three bonus points uh, for Leeds. Uh, pretty well deserved, in my opinion. There was a pretty uh, awesome set of saves from him early on. Yeah, um, definitely. To keep it uh, the score what it was, uh, Rapinha got nine points, two bonus points. Nice finish from him. Dallas with eight, two bonus points. Uh, is it just me or is he in form? Like I feel like his name comes up so much. Well, he was the one that had a couple of shots last week, but couldn't put them on target. Mm. Um, so yeah, they're very involved. Their wing backs for sure. Um, yeah, okay. And then obviously a uh, bunch of clean sheets for their defenders. Uh, now, who's predicting this one? Is it me? No, it's me. Actually. Oh, it's you. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, you can do it. Um, yeah, it's you, Milo. Yeah, I um, I've been giving this a lot of thought during the week, and um, I think it's going to be Chelsea three, Leeds one. I like that. Yeah, because Chelsea win. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'll be a clinch. I think it'll be a good game, though. I'm I'm really excited to watch that game. Me too. Mm. Me, me too. too. It's going to be exciting. Now, next fixture: West Brom versus Crystal Palace. Um, this is a hard one to predict. Um, not a lot to talk about here from either of these teams other than a surprising win for West Brom. Uh, poor touch from uh, Grant for his early chance. Oh, my God. Yeah. That was so I shit. Know, was Just knocks it ahead with his knee. That was terrible. Um, and then uh, Chelsea Loney got the, uh, the goal for West Brom. Connor Gallagher, he's really raised that team up, hasn't he? <laughs> oh, Can't yeah. wait to get him back. <laughs> what a hilarious goal. I know, I know. I just thought like, for that to be the goal that finally gets them their win after all the chances throughout the game created, just this kind of scruffy edge of the box ball that trickles through everyone and puts itself in the corner. It's fucking typical. Oh, hilarious. So but. other than that, really, there were a few chances from Pereira, but uh, it was quite second half. Um one of the big highlights being yeah. Klopp's comments against Wilder. Oh yeah, yeah, that was um quite funny. But yeah, I can I can tell you about that when we get to Sheffield. It's quite okay. a funny story. We'll, we'll we'll move on to that. Yeah, then later. Uh, now for Crystal Palace, they lost two nil. I think really the the main uh, the main uh, thing is that uh, without Zaha, they can't get a win. One man team, baby. I know. One man team. The COVID has really fucking struck Crystal Palace by taking out their talisman. Yeah. Yeah, they they just can't do anything without him. Like as we we're talking about um I get why filler before. I get why. He's he's huge for them. Like he would draw so much pressure and make it easier for those other players around him to get in there and get attacking. Like and Townsend's actually been, you know, getting some good good points this season. Um yeah, it's it's hard when someone like that's out of it, a team like that. Yeah. It just shows you how much in terms of fantasy it relies on that one guy to give it a bit of spark to maybe even get an assist somewhere. So um, the fact that you're relying on one creator, one scorer makes, you know, not the best case for having anyone else from that team as much as you thought they might have been. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, I think just to get a fresh voice on this one, because Miles being pretty quiet, top point scorers, Miles. Yeah. So run um, us through it. Yeah, West Brom, um, Johnston had 11 points, three bonus points. Gallagher, shout out to Ch Chelsea Loney, got 10 points, two bonus points. 
and um, the rest of the West Brom defence got um, six points. And um, from Palace, uh, they got nothing, just participation, participation <laughs> points. Participation. I, love, I, th- I wish the site would rename it to, instead of just like, you know, points for played, it yeah. just like, it specifically says participation points. Yeah, they participated. And like a half participation if you came off before you hit 60 mins. A half participation. Half participation point. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's predict this one. Moi. Yes, you, mate. Have fun. The real question is, is Zaha back? It's got fucking nil already. Must be close. He will be for COVID. This is is his second week he's missed for COVID. Yeah, but who knows? Like Dybala, when it first all went down, had like fucking six weeks. That's true. Yeah, but he's in England. They don't really like worry but, about the two week <laughs> quarantine thing. They just they don't have the they strong. They don't have that strong strain. As there. long as the pubs are closed at ten pm or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. West Brom nil. Crystal Palace two. Wow. Hat trick for Zaha. <laughs> how can he get a one? Do I know goal? how contradicting one, that is? One disallowed. One <laughs> you got to go for that it, these it, weeks. It'll be his hat trick, and then VAR will rule it off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, okay, now for our next fixture, uh, Sheffield versus Leffield. Le- that's a new team. Well, yeah. <laughs> what do you guys think about that? Well, that's where the performance has been a little bit. Producer left, left that makes field. it yeah. in dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sheffield versus Leicester. God, I nearly said it again. Uh, pretty, yeah, pretty interesting result there from Sheffield. I mean, it's kind of what you'd expect from two bottom of the table teams, West Brom and Sheffield. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm... I've, Sheffield, I think they had 22 attempts or something. It was like, it was insane. Yeah. Um, the the ending, there was like five in the last seven minutes alone or something. I, I don't know how I didn't put one in. Um, Brewster at the end. Yeah. I think it's Moose actually, I heard an interesting point on Brewster. You know, how we were talking earlier in the season about, oh, that might be interesting because he's had a little hype about him, about mm. being a youngster coming in, um, could skyrocket. Mm. Now on reflection and a few people talking about it saying the fact that they went and spent like 25 mil on essentially an unproven player, mm. I think it just kind of sums them up and puts them in the position they're in. Like, yeah, you know, how much how much did Aston Villa get Watkins for? Yeah, not much. Probably. And he's a proven goal scorer, at least in the championship. Mm. And he's so, done well so far, yeah. I'd that's agree. what they needed. And people we've shouted out like McBurney and stuff, like just missing golden chances, like clean shot from pretty much the edge of the box yeah, straight at the keeper. Just, it was insane. I can't believe how many chances they threw away. Mm. Hito, tell us about Klopp's comments. You made us wait. <laughs> now I want to know. I just thought it was funny because I don't know if you guys saw after the Liverpool game, um, Klopp had a rager and a bit of a, a debate with the interviewer from I, BT Sport. I did see it because you sent it to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was helpful. I haven't watched it yet, so I should have done my research, but I'll let you boys uh, talk about it. It's just funny. Um, he's basically just raging about the fixtures and the schedules and saying the broadcasters to blame. And um, How does Wilder fit into it? So there was a vote for about the five subs um, to, to increase it, and Chris Wilder was one of the people to say no. And I think they need a certain number for it to go through, like fourteen or fifteen clubs. But are there they, any? Are there even five people on Sheffield's bench? <laughs> We're playing. No wonder he didn't care. I don't want to put five. There's no. There's not five good enough players to sub on. They'd have to put a sub goalkeeper on. But um, yeah, Klopp had like he was obviously in the mood and had a little rage, and he's like, 
saying about how they didn't get enough numbers to vote for the five subs and Chris Wilder is like, oh, well, they've got their three subs and one point, so. (laughs) (laughs) Ripped. That's so funny. Wrecked. I know. It's so good. Speaking of wrecked. Fulham. (laughs) They beat Leicester or Leftfield, as I like to call them. That's pretty. That's pretty riggedy, riggedy wrecked. Yeah. What do you What do you guys think of that? I mean, we did talk about it, but Leicester just lacking defense mainly and attack. It's just their their own undoing, really. Um, It's what they're usually really good at um, defending, especially on counters. And um, yeah, I just think that they didn't think that Fulham had it in them to to score those two goals like that. So. I think they gave them a little bit too... They didn't give them enough respect. Maybe they gave them the pen so that they could lose some confidence because they know they would miss it. (laughs) But they actually scored it and they're like, oh, fuck. Uh -uh. Now, that's a theory. (laughs) I want everyone to know that's a theory. That's a Hedo theory, not mine. Yeah, I don't know, man. Brendy Rogers, you don't know what he's coming up with. But we're waiting on Diggy Diggy to come... Oh, no, not Diggy. Jesus, I'm thinking of a different team here. I'm thinking of Castagna. I know. Castagna and Barrera. Barrera. Yeah. There's a lot of injured left backs and right backs because they do so much fucking running in this league. I actually took a punt on Pereira. I was just about yeah. to bring up the same thing and I was going to talk to to the podcast about, you know, strategy and picking up players and looking at future injuries and then players that people might sleep on because they've been injured for so long and just you should always be like keeping your your watch list up to date and checking on when these players are coming back because, you know, Hedo's done an awesome thing in picking up Pereira like what, a week or two before he comes back. And you're not in that hustle and bustle with the waiver wire of trying to pick them up. No, it's a huge part of draft. It's you've mm. got to you've got to be on top of pe- players coming back from injuries, especially big ones, because you know if they've been out for three months, no one's going to keep them for that long. You yeah, know, un- unless there's someone <laughs> crazy, but you'd still be pretty insane to do yeah. that. It's just that short term pain for hopefully. Yeah, and you know pain. you take a punt, especially if you can just spare your fifth defender, which obviously you can. Yeah. And I just wanted to say, you know, if this is your first or, you know, second year in playing draft, like put a watch list on saying someone like Digne, all right? Yeah. Because whoever has him is most likely going to drop him. He's out for two months. It's too much of a risk to, to leave, you know, that out for that long unless you're stacked in the defense, which you probably aren't. So put a watch list if someone drops him and then just try and pick him up. Start of January, middle of January, because you're going to have Diggy. I set a reminder on my phone. Yeah, do it. I just go, hey, Siri, remind me on this date that Diggy will be coming back in three weeks. And then I'm keeping an eye on it. So then when it comes in and it's like autocorrect Diggy to something else, you're like, what the fuck yeah. is this reminder? Siggy. <laughs> Siggy. <laughs> She's just done it. She's done it. She's She's efficient. She's just taken some reminder. Um, No idea. (laughs) To pick up Siggy? I think so. I guess (laughs) I'm. No, I think I'm picking up Diggy or Siggy. (laughs) I don't know. Or Siggy Bucks. We'll find out in two months' time. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Biggie. Okay, so we should really get through the uh, top point scorers here. Uh, Mm. Sheffield, nothing. We love saying that. Leicester, Barnes with six, Harvey with five. Yeah. Harvey. You mean Fardy? Vardy. Ain't nothing but a Vardy party. I've misread that. Thank you for my dyslexic brain. Um, but now, that was a good finish from Barnes. I don't yeah, know how he... It was really good. good. He pulled that out. He pulled know. that one out. I don't know how he got that through. So so yeah. uh, now we'll get a prediction here from Tom Heaton, our resident predictor. Oh, it's hard, man, based off... Oh, it's not Les's that hard. Form. It's not that hard. I think it might be 
Sheffield, one. Leicester, one. Wow. Jeez. I'm going draws all, all week this week, boys. Yeah, geez, you're boring. I know. I like to say I'm just getting shit games. I don't know how you how you pick that one up. So, all right. So Tottenham versus Arsenal is our next fixture here. This used to be an interesting one. I mean, Miles, yeah, you'd be North disappointed Lovell. that it isn't anymore. Wow. Uh, two of your favorite teams. Thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Uh, Chelsea played Tottenham as we talked about before. It was nil or draw. Um, yeah. What do you guys think? Look, if if I um, if Tottenham can keep Chelsea out, I think that I would like just jump on any Tottenham defender that's playing. If you if there are any spare ones, which there shouldn't be, but there might be, jump on them or even just try and do a little cheeky trade. Cheeky trade. Yeah. Is that for goals, or you thinking clean sheet because of Arsenal can't score? No, I'm talking clean sheets for the for the future. Like yeah. For, like. This fixture because Arsenal, like, yeah, they scored one lucky goal, whatever. I can I say? Can I say something about that clean sheet thing? Yeah, I predicted. I went for two teams to pick for clean sheets this season when I drafted. Mm. I picked City, which was obviously wrong. Um, and my second team that I was like, they're going to get clean sheets. Defenders are going to be worth points. Was Tottenham. Yeah, and I had. Double, I, I did. I got rid of one of them in a trade because I just was too committed mm. to two teams. Um, I, unfortunately, it was Alderweireld who I think just got a, a goal this week. Oh, no, was that the week the before? The week before, yeah. Um, and then you had Dyer on your bench this week, but yeah, but he came to, in. To, he came in. I did. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah, oh, yeah, mate. I knew he would. I didn't have to make any changes because there's so many injuries. I was like, <laughs> oh fuck it, I don't, mate, that's I don't my need to do shit right now. But anyway, yeah. So Dyer, I do still have, um, and I, I do agree. I think Tottenham's defense, like Mourinho has lit a fire under them and it's going to be very important to that team to keep clean sheets. I think the hard thing is there's a bit of rotation at right back. Mm. Um, oh yeah, playing this week instead of Doherty. So yeah, um, I, I think, think that was an injury hard, thing hard. though. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. A little niggle. A little niggle. That's why I left him on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Looks like yeah. he's back this week though. So Okay, that'll be interesting because yeah, I think Sun and Kane were completely like nullified this week that hardly anything from them. Uh, I remember they one really specific chance or one specific time, but it will happen a lot throughout the game that like as soon as one of them got the ball, like Chelsea players were all over them. Um, like Kane like literally received the ball on halfway and was just surrounded. Um, we didn't really say it because he's not usually a fantasy prospect, but Kante had the most ridiculous fucking game in that game. Mm. Like, and he was he was the dude that basically stopped everything and made it very hard for Tottenham. I mean, not every team has a Kante, um, but that's Kante, what you have to do. The amount of times Kane drops back in the mid to play those assists. Yeah, if you've got someone in mid that's going to nip at his heels and not give him that time, like people have been too open against. Who like, better than the chow- old Kante? Yeah, little chow out. Yeah. Man, he was. I was looking at him and just frothing. He's amazing. He's I really back hope to he his stays. Best. I know. Me too. Anyway, back to uh, Tottenham. Uh, Bergwijn looking sharp. He's uh, he started a. Last two games, I believe. Maybe someone to keep an eye on. He's Bale. not really got more fantasy points. He's obviously uh, competing with Bale there. So mm. you'd be taking a risk and picking him up. But he did look pretty sharp for me. Me too. Uh, now, uh, Arsenal is the other side of this fixture. They lost to Wolves. Um, 
They finally scored a goal, lads. Yeah, they did. They got a goal. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when Miles was like right side of the season, I think Arsenal won like two te- two games and Miles was like, I just can't wait. Just can't wait for Arsenal fan TV when they start losing. And yeah. like, look at them now. Like they've been shit for so long. It's actually like a semi-painful watching Arsenal fan TV because they're so bad and they're like... I hate watching them and now it's just... Are you just glued to it? You can't help yourself. No, nah, I've like stopped watching train. now because it's just... It's too much. I just... I get too much pleasure from their downfall and I just... I try to jump off it for a bit. Um, but it was kind of just a goal of Willian crossing it into Gabriel. Gabriel was free. He scored the header. Nothing um, special there. And Abamyang. He had two chances. I know I know that, um, you know, the Wolves defender, I think it was Cody got the ball away from him in that the was end. A good, yeah. Very good defending. But he just doesn't seem as eager. I thought like last season even, you know, he, he would try get in front and it's kind of just... It's like I've got my new contract. Yeah, he's I'm done. getting paid, bitches. Yeah. yeah. Coasting maybe. The but they're in 14th, boys, on the table. It's great, isn't it? I love it. Look, Crazy. I don't think we've got any Arsenal fans tuning in, so <laughs> we don't really need to worry about them. No, sorry, no, no. I mean, sorry, guys. Yeah, if they're, they're we just you know we we like to joy in the failures of our, of yeah. the competitive teams, just yeah. like we enjoy Hito's failures with Liverpool. Brighton drew with um, Liverpool this week. Oh, I don't know if anyone that, remembers to get that next. Year. Um, now, top point scorers for this game, Lloris with 10 points, three bonus points uh, against Chelsea. Well-deserved. He made a cracking save in that game, as we talked about, um, and the defense got six points. Pretty standard stuff there. Arsenal, uh, Gabriel got uh, the goal, eight points, and William with the assist, he got five. Um, yeah, for me, uh, oh, sorry. Now, it's Miles predicting this one. Yeah, I'm going to have a little think about this one, but... um. I think Tottenham are going to get back to their ways, but I think Arsenal will show up because it's usually a pretty decent derby. Um, so I'm going to say like 3-1 to Arsenal, but they're going to be two. To Arsenal? Sorry, to Tottenham. Whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, that's some controversial like, shit. Mate, they haven't scored three goals all season. Sorry, alone sorry, in one sorry, game. sorry, sorry. I was just typing at the same time. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say that it's going to be two late goals from Tottenham. Okay. 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 Uh, now no, Liverpool versus Wolves is our next fixture here. Brighton um, played Liverpool. Oh, we get to come back to this again. Um, they drew with Liverpool one yeah. all. So Hito, what are your thoughts? Wasn't the best game. Um, pretty poor from Liverpool. Um, they definitely struggled a bit more, unlike last week. I think to be honest, a big factor was that James Milner wasn't right back, mm. um, like against Leicester. He was in the midfield this week and we had a youngster playing at right back, Nico Williams, who definitely fucked up in terms of the original pen that was awarded <laughs> to Brighton. Mm. Um, really dumb challenge. And yeah, fortunately, we haven't mentioned it much this pod, but there's definitely been a lot of VAR issues this game week, not just for Liverpool. A lot of other teams getting kind of done by the ridiculous hair or toenail that's caught someone offside. Mm. And Offside's offside is all I have to say. <laughs> Man, for me, it's just, it's just ridiculous. There's so, it's so small a fraction. Like, I don't know how they can tell it's actually offside. I'll back the you frame on that rate one. of the cameras. That Salah one was horrendous in my opinion. Mm. I do agree. Like, I, I don't think what they're showing us on the screen is good enough technology. 
yeah. to prove that that was not that that that, that was offside. And it's like if they've got a toe, like I know it's a black and white thing, but it's like where's the advantage? Yeah, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard about the in the Eredivisie um, Dutch league how they give like a a yeah. mu- bigger margin. Mm. Um, and yeah, that sounds so much better. But unfortunately, yeah, Salah missing out on a goal um, with that. And what have they been doing for the last 90 years since the creation of football? Like, yeah. they're not going to say, oh, sorry, that was offside, your, your toe was offline. I think you've got to give the benefit of the doubt of the attacking the attack team. Up. Yeah. To be and honest. also the time it takes for the offside to be ruled. Kills the game. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. It happened to, you know, um, Villa. Yeah. Watkins getting an equaliser right at the end. and Well, can, to talk about that, I mean, obviously there are goals being missed out on um, because of them being ruled offside, but there's so many more penalties being given. So to put that in fantasy perspective, like it does create value in different places, whereas pen takers were always valued, but now... Yeah, through the roof. Through the roof. Yeah, like 100%. Fernandez, like he's the top he's the third highest one. And yeah. like if the, if they weren't getting as many pens as they are, and which a lot of them are through VAR, mm. he probably wouldn't be as valuable as he is. So you do have to value um, people in those positions. Yeah, might definitely. Get more opportunities. Even Ward Prowse or someone like that takes free kicks. Yeah. I guess it's just the new era of football that we've got to get used to. Uh, yes, so um, just run us through a quick uh, version of the remaining highlights there, Heat. Uh, yeah, just to cover off, obviously, Jota again in the goals. Yeah. Just insane. So much form there. Probably most in, one of the most informed players in the league right now. Um, <laughs> For sure. Like, points I just love the fancy. way he says it. Like, he just says it as a proud Liverpool Yeah, because I'm like, come on, mate. Give me your argument against don't have one. Can I got that? But I love hearing your voice. <laughs> he's um, amazing. You know, his last five games, he's gone like nine, eight, two, nine, nine. Yeah. I mean, that's just so strong from especially a midfielder that would have been picked up kind of after the fact. I know. And he's up against his boys this week, his old boys. Yeah, Wolves. I was going to bring that up. I think Wolves would really, really want him now, especially with the uh, Jimenez injury. Let's just move on to Wolves. Brutal. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was you could hear it. It was fucked. Yeah. You don't. He's got a fractured skull. Yeah. I don't know how long that puts a player out for, but you know, hopefully he's all right. You'd imagine like, head injury, like you just oh, don't want to be. Yeah. Because yeah, they've got a head don't risk that. Like, yeah. No, hundred percent. They're like that's permanent damage, regardless of what happened. It's permanent damage. So. Hopefully he's okay. Um, mm. But, yeah, that sound was terrible. Um, <sighs> yeah, brutal. And it had to be David Louise, eh? Oh, I know. It had to be him. Surely his hair would have cushioned. Uh, that's what I was load. thinking. <laughs> Shit. Maybe it did a little, but not enough. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that was pretty rough. Um, now, in that game, Traore looked like was actually playing up front yeah. with him. Beast mm. mode, man. He, he was, was on fire. He was up for it. And that is an interesting, I mean, to talk about that inj- injury, I feel like he's going to work his way into the squad. I don't know who's going to be playing as the forward. It'll be interesting to see who gets it because they've got that youngster. Uh, Silver. 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 Yeah, Gabriel yeah. Silver. Thank you. Um, who's, you know, he's pretty highly rated, but he's young. And then they've got Traore, who's pretty proven. And then they've got those wingers that maybe could fill in that striker role. Yeah. So it'll be really interesting to see who takes it. But mm. for me, Traore is definitely one to watch. 100%. Like I think people would be jumping on him now after that game. Yeah. Um, I think people would be pulling the trigger. Um, he looked great. If someone had not, if someone's, people might have held him for this long, but mm. he's insane. The work he did for that, the assist for the, well, 
you know, the crossing for that first goal, you know, blasting past Tierney. Yeah, good feet. Um, you know, the way he turned on halfway and got yeah. fouled but somehow got a ball away for Neto to run away for the second. He's so strong. Just, oh, and he could have made it three as well. Like, it's just... Look, to be honest, if you're playing like a traditional, you know, six to eight man league or something like that, I don't think whoever drafts a Triore has held on to him because how could you? He hasn't had any attacking points. No. And uh, he hasn't been starting and he hasn't even been playing a lot of like coming on off the bench. And I think that's why we're saying he's one to watch. Like, I mean, I'd say people are probably pulling the trigger on him now that they see that injury and mm. that's a, you know, a specific That would situation. definitely expedite the... Yeah, I, I would assume up. that he would go in the top three waiver wires of this week all over the shop. Yeah, agree. I'd agree. Yeah. Well, he's in mine. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh, top point scorers, uh, Liverpool, Jota, nine, bo- nine, two bonus points. Salah, six points. Uh, Wolves, Neto got 13 points, three bonus points. Podence with nine, Dendonka five. Uh, Dendonka still getting in areas that... Mm, Getting points. He's so close, man. Yeah. Yeah. So close to getting points. Um, so yeah, and we've already discussed our ones to watch. That's Traore, really, and whoever may fill in for Jimenez. Um now a prediction here, I believe is me. Ooh. Oh no, is it? Yeah, it's you, mate. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Whitey. Oh yeah, Miles, you predicted the last one. Stop trying to predict them all, mate. Jesus. Oh shit, sorry. Uh Liverpool versus Wolves. Liverpool. One. Wolves. One. <laughs> Another draw. Yeah, I'm okay. going with Master. That was, that was on that one all if you didn't hear because uh, my little bitch friend over there is whispering. Hey, I'm your <laughs> bitch. <laughs> is this Mark Owen? <laughs> okay. He knows he's got a weird I was accent. really hoping that you would say Wolves 2. I really, really want to be. I kind of wanted to. You should have. Change it. No, nah, change can't. it. Nah, Predict can't. It. It's what I felt in the moment. Brighton versus Southampton. Is our final game for this week. Uh, now, Brighton... Oh, my God. We get to talk about it again. How good. Brighton drew one all with Liverpool. Yeah. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm not fucking talking about this picture. Yeah, he's like, well, moving on, moving on. I'll give um, you guys a chance to talk. No, no, no. Look, oh, thanks. Look, <laughs> like, I will give it to you. I think Brighton got, like, gifted the game because I don't even think that that pen that Andy Robertson, like, put on, uh, who was it? Uh, Welbeck. Welbeck. Yeah. Was a pen. I think that's ridiculous. But it was a pen, nonetheless. Let's move on. They drew the game one all. If you didn't realize that, Hedo. Um, Thanks, mate. But I thought Connolly is looking good. Yeah, he was pissed when he got taken off. Yeah, because he was getting in behind. We mm. called him a bulldog before. Yeah, and he's got some serious <laughs> pace on him. He was <laughs> he was doing really well. And I think against Southampton, who have been a bit defensively mm. weak. Yeah. Um, do you Someone, think he's a pickup? I think he would be against this fixture. Um, for Southampton, they've been a bit shaky mm. lately at the back. So yeah, um, I'd potentially back him and look, for that. They've got Southampton, Leicester, then Fulham. And Leicester haven't been that amazing. So I, I would kind of back him for the, you know, the next few games. Yeah, he could I think be so. someone to bring in. He'd be definitely an under, underdog. Um, mm. Wouldn't have been picked up probably. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's a very much a possibility he could he could carry on, but yeah, 
I don't know. Or if you know, someone's got to step up and score goals because Morpay can't. Just take it easy. All right. Now, <laughs> don't get too excited about Connolly because okay, game week four was the last time he started before this week. Mm. He's played literally 16 minutes before this week and played 62 minutes this week, got two points. Like he's done fuck all. He's on 20 points. He's got one goal. Okay. But, you know, he's... Just before he goes... Just before you get too excited No, on no, but that's what that's it's all fair. about, that's man. We're, we're thinking, you know, bigger leagues where there's not as much flexibility. You have to scratch at kind of any opportunity. It might be just even an eye. Put an eye on I it. I know, but yeah. I need to put it out there for the... No, exactly. The people, the people sure. if you haven't seen the stats, they're not backing it up yet. We're just calling it from this game. You heard it um, here first. Yeah. We'll, so, we'll see, but yeah. Um, so the points came from Gross in this game. Pascal Gross. Yeah, he got the uh, the pen. He got that pen. Um, Ten points there, three bonus points for him. Mm. Um, how, many more, how many did more pick it this week, mate? <sighs> Minus one. <laughs> you got to drop him, man. I know, but there's nothing Dude, out there. I look pen and then gets injured, mm. you know, quotation marks, I injured. Know. I reckon he's just embarrassed. and He's so flippant. Ego. He is like off. on fire, then he's shit. Then he's on fire, then he's shit. I, I don't want to ride that roller coaster again. I had him last season. Somehow I ended up with him this, this season. I didn't want to. Yeah. It just kind of fell to me and now I'm done. <laughs> Jump off him, man. I'm jumping off, but I don't know where Sack to jump. Off. I don't know where to jump. <laughs> Look, let's just, talk about Southampton. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Let's just wrap it up because I've been dying to talk to you about James Ward-Prowse. <sighs> Why me? Well, because you, you dropped him. I know I dropped him, but how can you drop such a you know a fierce fear free kicker? I I know, but he's he was definitely my fifth mid. Or maybe not my fifth mid after Foden because Foden's dropped off a bit. But I'm just bringing up I'm just bringing up his points here. Who did you drop for him though? Well, he, it, it's basically been like a week or two. I since picked up he... four nails. Wow. So, so I was just trying to create some rotation, like in the squad. I didn't think I I saw that he scored those. He scored big points in his game. Like most of his points have come from one game. Mm. Like I just got lucky is was my opinion when I got him sure. the first time, right? He's had another cracker, which I was not expecting. He had a Man United fixture, which I don't know. I, I You don't know what to predict with them. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I've got his points here now. Itchy um, trigger finger, I reckon. Uh, look, probably he had – look, the game week – that I before I picked him up, he got eleven points. Then I yep. picked him up, he got seventeen points, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, lightning struck twice in two, the same place twice." That I was told it. you that this is his season, though, and you, you said that. Him. But you guys talk shit about me. If we go back to this, this, <laughs> when we talked about him, you guys talk shit about my no, 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 no. Anyway, look, he got three <laughs> points. He got <laughs> three two, and now he's got that. eleven. <laughs> all right, and he's done another it fucking is. golf swing celebration just to rub it in. How it, good was it? It is hard, but when someone's just like a free kick, I know specialist. that's his only. Like, it's hard to predict how many they're going to score and how many corners that. Yeah, with Southampton playing so well, being almost at the top of the league, you know, Ingsy's out, so that's like a goal scorer that you don't need to worry about. And someone's got to step up. I mean, it was definitely going to be James Ward-Prowse. So, look, let's wrap up the the top point scorers and get a prediction. Okay, so Brighton got uh, had Gross with ten three bonus points, as we said before. Welbeck with five. 
Uh, points again in the points for him. Mm. Uh, Southampton, Ward Prowse, uh, 11, two bonus points. Uh, Bednarek with eight with a nice header in that game. Yeah. That uh, was. And Gineppo with five points. Um, it wasn't the best performance that we've seen from Southampton, but they were bound to lose a game here and there. Um, yeah, and we've got Ings coming back now. He's 50%, so yeah, so a week or two. That gives them a lot. It's going to change things if people haven't held on to him. I'd be dumb if someone dropped him. But And two late Cavani miracle goals, I wouldn't take it away from Southampton because I think they kind of stole the game at the, uh, away from them at the end. Um, yeah, and just when when we're going through those top point scorers, um, Bednarak, I think he's definitely one to watch. Yeah, they've got, some good, they've got some good. You heard it here first for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, our final prediction for this week is Hito. Uh, hit us up. I'm gonna go Brighton one, Southampton three. I like that. That's I good. really like that actually. Okay, let's move on to our game, uh, straight into it, Kings and Peasants. Uh, we play this every week. Uh, it's a game where we choose a king and a peasant, a king being one of the uh, top uh, half players of the league, basically, mm-hmm. top point scorers, and a peasant being more of an outside chance, maybe someone that's a bit out, uh, unproven, uh, and we kind of judge each other's picks. It's It's a bit of a flowing system and a voting system. Yeah. Uh, now, I believe because I'm consistently terrible at this that I'll be going first yet again. We did poor last week, didn't we? Well, yeah, no one did very well <laughs> there. points all around. I, I got, yeah, fuck me. I beat Miles last week <laughs> and I had DCL four nails. Woo, baby. Uh, now, this week uh, I had – who did I have in mind? I've just got my notes here. I'm going to go for Grealish as my uh, king. Yeah. Yeah, good pick against Newcastle. And Johnston as... Johnston? Yeah, Johnston. I like it. As my peasant. Yeah. Well, because the way I see it with this game, you've you've really got to take advantage of players, especially the peasants, when they've got a good fixture. And Johnston's been on fire. Oh, yeah. So... He's got a good fixture. I'm I'm interested to see how he goes because he's been he's been amazing. Yeah, I rate that. Yeah. Okay, uh, Mal. Oh no, Hito. I'm still just second, so um, I'm gonna just have to jump on the form and the fixture. I'm going Mares as my king. Yep. Hat trick guy, hat trick hero after this week and and against Fulham. Yep. Like it. The peasants hard this week, boys. I'm struggling with the peasant a little bit. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I'm switching it up based off just what we've talked about. I'm going to go Regulon. 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 Like yeah. Tottenham, Tottenham defender. Tottenham fullback. I'll give it to Is you. Is that a peasant? I'll give it to him. Whoa, you didn't give me anything like that. We just talked about how fucking good Tottenham's defense is, and now you're giving him as a. He's peasant. not a king, though. Yeah. Surely he's not He's a that king, king defender. Is he, though? Based off points. I'll allow it because we're running out of time. Yeah. I'll Miles. Give, I'll give, I'll, I would have voted with you, so don't Thanks, worry. Thanks, mate. You would have lost a vote Two anyway. Um, okay. Well, I'm going to go Jesus as my king and I'm going to go Armstrong as my peasant. Interesting. I like it. Yep. Any particular reason for Armstrong? Uh, I like the fixture. I think there'll be goals in this game. Mm. And um, yeah, I just think Southampton, you know. Okay. That's all right. That's your boy. Yeah. 
All right, well, that wraps us up for this week. Thanks again, lads. Hito, loved yeah, your cheeses. Good one. Thanks, uh, just boys. for the viewers here, I've noticed that mainly the brie's gone. A little bit of that uh, Edam is pretty finished, and uh, yeah. the cream cheese is pretty much untouched. Edam. About half done. It wasn't too bad. The wine was good, though. We had a good time here. See ya. Thanks for listening. See you guys.